The Old Premeds Podcast, session number 60. You're a non-traditional student entering the medical field on your terms. You may have had some hiccups along the way, but now you're ready to change course and go back and serve others as a physician. This podcast is here to help answer your questions and help educate you on your non-traditional journey to becoming a physician. Welcome to the Old Pre-Meds Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, and I am the host of several podcasts on the MedEd Media Network, which you can find at mededmedia.com. That's M-E-D-E-D-Media.com. The Old Pre-Meds Podcast is dedicated to you, the non-traditional pre-med and medical student, and we take questions directly from the oldpremeds.org forms over at oldpremeds.org. Today's question is from a non-traditional student, shocker, who's 30 years old with a professional background in pharmaceuticals. And she, I believe we'll say she, is looking at changing and committing to medical oncology. She says, hello, fellow non-traditional students. I am so happy to have found this community. I am 30 years old with a professional background in pharmaceuticals formerly a QC chemist and currently an oncology R&D project manager and an academic background in microbiology, a BS with a 3.3 science and a 4.0 non-science, I'm assuming. 3.3 slash 4.0 is how she wrote that. And business MBA 3.8 slash 4.0. Or maybe it's a 3.3 out of 4.0. Maybe that's what that is. All right, she says, she says fairly, fairly recently, difficult life experiences have helped align my priorities and have increased my desire to help people who are suffering. Because of my interest in solving complex problems, my desire to aid people in life and death situations, and my passion to contribute to a relatively nascent scientific field, I believe that I can best serve patients as a medical oncologist. Although I really enjoy my current job, I feel a strong urge to contribute to the enrichment of patients' well-being on a more intimate level. My goal is to decide whether or not to commit to the medical school route by the end of February. To aid in this decision, I have spoken to a NICU resident, and if you don't know what NICU is, it's Neonatal Intensive Care Unit, and an oncology fellow, and uh, and am setting up time to shadow physicians. I am also trying to better understand what would be required for me to be a strong medical school candidate. I would apply in 2018. Does anyone have suggestions they'd like to share? I believe I'd need to take some classes to boost my undergraduate GPA and would need to attain a very strong MCAT score and would need to start volunteering in a clinic. I want to be sure that if I applied to medical school in 2018, I will be seriously considered so I can start my training as soon as possible. All right, so here is here are my thoughts. So 30-year-old non-trad working in the medical field in oncology, R&D, research and development, great background for wanting to enter medicine. It definitely exposes you to one side of medicine, but obviously she has found a passion to work closer with, stu- uh, I was going to say students, with patients. And... And so she's doing that research, which is great. Finding data gathering. I would be wary of talking to residents and fellows and medical students, really, (laughs) about their experiences. You're talking to them in the worst, at the worst possible times in their life. The fellow, maybe not so much, but the the fellow, 
um, is is a little bit less stressed out, but the resident is going to be super stressed out, probably not liking life, and maybe not is is might not have the best advice for you. Again, medical students as well going through a tough time in their life. So that's why I'm here to give you the advice on the other side once things have calmed down and you're done with training. So yes, it. I, if you are interested in that, the best thing to do is go and start shadowing physicians. Talking to physicians is great. You're going to get some one-off um, experiences and their points of view. But until you experience it yourself by shadowing and seeing and observing and getting a sense of what it's like to interact with patients, that's that's going to be the best tell for you if you're going to like the life of a physician. So that's that's where I would focus most of my time at this point is trying to shadow. And yes, as you said, volunteering is very important, getting that clinical experience, being around patients and and interacting with them, making sure you like being around sick people is very important. So those two things, clinical, um, volunteering, and, and, and doing some shadowing, which is not typically considered clinical experience. Yes, you're going to need a good MCAT score. Everybody needs a, a good MCAT score. Your GPA is so-so. Uh, having microbiology 3.3 is, isn't a great GPA, so retaking some of your courses will help boost your GPA, assuming you do well in those classes. Do what's easiest for you. If you need to take some at community college, that's fine. Obviously, you're working. It sounds like you're working full-time, so community college classes at night or if there are night classes offered at your local four-year university, then that is fine as well. Taking those classes will also help prepare you for the MCAT, which is going to be the biggest hurdle for you and uh, is something to think about. So some things, shadow, definitely make sure that this is right for you. It sounds like you like your job as it is now, so it's not, I guess, the end of the world if you don't get in, but I would assume that if you're going down this path that you have decided you want to be a physician, and even if you don't get in your first year, you're going to figure out why you didn't get in and reapply. And it's nice that you like your job and can continue in it and make money and support yourself. But once you go down this path, my assumption is that you continue down this path and try to get in uh, somewhere where you can. All right, that's all I have for you. I hope that helps and makes your decision even easier. I would love to hear your feedback. If you have any, you can go post in the oldpremeds.org forum. Shoot me an email, ryan at medicalschoolhq.net, or however else you want to contact me. I can be found in a lot of different places. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would love it for you to leave a rating and review in iTunes. And more importantly, I would love it for you to bring a friend next time. Let them know that this podcast is here Take their phone and subscribe to this podcast on their device and show them the way. I hope you have a great week, and I hope to see you next week here at the Old Pre-Meds Podcast. Don't forget to check out all the other podcasts that we have to offer at mededmedia.com.